broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. Well, here we go. Coming in real warm from the pre-show discussion on the live channel, which... You might still be missing, and if you are, I got nothing for you. I don't know how to help you out in your life. Yeah. You clearly have your priorities all askew. You, if, if you were there, you would know more about the uh, the upcoming studio production that we're going to start a screenplay writing called uh, Forever Home. Mayhem Productions presents Forever Home. <laughs> Little torture porn, getting back to... Uh, There's no Mayhem Productions, right? Can we do that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I know that when Ga- Gaslight Productions <laughs> presents. <laughs> I, I know when uh, we opened the escape room, I fucking tried to get my partners to go along with Project Mayhem as our official LLC. Oh. And, and they didn't. Oh, that's a good LLC because you don't have to name the company right. the same as the LLC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Well, here we are, man. We're here to wrap up our, uh, which started with Nisei. On uh, 731. Wrapping up the 731. Two parter. Josh. Mm. Coming out of the gate, what are your thoughts on this bad boy? Uh, it's fucking good, man. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I'm quite out of love, but if I'm not, ooh, I'm close. And if you if you titillate me the right way, if you if you are there, I've been known to titillate. And you, if if you <laughs> could brush your lips over my neck, metaphorically speaking, and perhaps earlobe, you could edge me closer to a love. Only if that, only if you got that like cute little peach fuzz hair on the back of your neck, not like man hair. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Well, so listen, here's the deal. Um, Rob Bowman's the fucking bad, a bad dude. He's a bad dude. Yeah, he got and he got um, offered uh, the X Files flick, mostly, I guess, according to the notes. Um, yeah, from uh, from how this one came out. Nice. Well, dude, he, dude, he is. <sighs> first of all. All of the train stuff is amazing, and then all of the stuff with Scully is amazing. We we it's interesting that we see her getting to take on the cloak and dagger role this week. I know Mulder is too, but she really is as well. Flashlights, dark shadows, really cool filming, coming face to face with unknown agents. I mean, she knows X, but she doesn't really know X. Nope. And all of that tension that builds on top of it, the audacity for her to pull her gun, and he's like, "Bitch, please." <sighs> Just fucking snatch it. I'll take it away from you and shove it up, put your, it up ass. your ass. And <laughs> trigger the look was click. That's what I thought of. That was like some Jesus Quintana Jesus. shit. That's right. You said it, man. That's right. You said it, man. <laughs> you you got a date Saturday, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. It it twelve year old. I thought dude. this. <laughs> Not Nam, of course. Um, yeah, they. Um, I think they had a good balance this week of going back and forth on the action. One of the things I really liked about this week's episode, and I even think it's better than last week's, is that it doesn't, it never quite, it never quite lulls for me. Like, I, I even like when she goes to see the redheaded agent, what's his name, Pendrel or something? Pen, Pendleton? What the fuck's his name? Uh, Pendrel. Pancreas? Pendrel. Not, yeah, you're not, not talking about the red, Panko? red-haired man. The, no, the and is he even red-haired man? Not really. Yeah. He's kind of a dark-haired man. I don't know, dude. Like, I literally got into a argument about whether one of my friends, our friend Levin, is redhead, red-haired, redheaded. How do you say? I thought he was, a, thought he was like dirty blonde. blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you arguing with him about it? Because no. that might third party. Yeah, third party. Third party. Is this this third party owner forever home? No, they don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, red-haired man is not really red-haired. You're talking about the actual red-haired. Uh, yeah, Pembroke. Boy. Pembroke. Pembroke, yeah, he's cute. Dude, I got some thoughts on that guy. Do you? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's... Do you think he's... Do you think he's got bodies in the trunk kind of kind of thoughts, or... Uh, Pendril. 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 Pembroke. Mm, ring any bells? Pembroke sounds like some shitty Harry Potter character or something. Pembroke, Peng, Peng, Peng. Yeah. Peng. Um, anyway. is he... Is he maybe who Scully should actually be with? I mean, if we want to fucking get real. Wow, let's go, kid. (laughs) Let's get in there. If we want to get real and we want to talk about what is best for Dr. Special Agent Dana Scully, it's going home to this motherfucker. You think? Yes. I mean, she needs. Let's go. Keep going. (laughs) Right. You got Mulder, Fox, flighty Fox Mulder, who's going to fucking run off out of your life. 
at the slightest hint of the truth or something that re- reminds him about his sister or whatever is going to constantly put you into fucking yeah. life-threatening yeah. We, issues. M- Mulder is disqualified immediately. We, um, the, the litany of charges against Mulder <laughs> as a partner are are the length of the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> then, on the other hand, you have Agent Pendrel. Intelligent. Think about all. Think about you know. They'd probably. He's not a bad looking guy. You know, he could he could sexy it up if he needed to. I think he could, but then he can also soften it up. I can. And dude, yeah. you know that motherfucker can cook. You know he's cooking her a meal. She's coming home. You know he's in the kitchen. I, got the apron on. I bet he tackles lovemaking with a certain, with a certain quality, with a with a certain um, methodical quality. He's going downtown every day doing yeoman's work whatever it takes yeah he's a scientist you know he's he is very he's very invested in her pleasure right so there's that you're right he he has domestic a domestic skill set mm-hmm. he can cook um yeah i mean he he's not oh here's a big one not a creep <laughs> not a creep not a creep at all seems like a like even as look at ugh, look at how line. much that fucking little like hand touch did for him made his whole goddamn week yeah, and she knew it made us weak. She's not dumb. She knows the power of her wiles. A safe Don't let bet. Her fool you. A safe bet. Hasn't enough of your family been murdered by your <laughs> pursuit of the X Files? Let's yeah. kick it back. Hey, take a te- teaching position at the academy. Let's yeah. chill out with this thing. Let's let's set up a nice little home with Agent Pendrel. Yeah. Sir Thom says the sex would be so efficient, but where's the excitement? Maja says she might get bored of him. Listen. You don't know what he's like in the bedroom on, on looking at him. He might be a fucking freak. Yeah. We don't know. But plus, I think like he would be into anything Scully wanted to try. Maybe Also, real quick, everybody gets sick of everybody. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Ebbs and flows, motherfuckers. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah, have a few, <laughs> few tricks up his sleeve, you know? Yeah. You start, to, you start to introduce some toys once the, once the booze and or drugs don't quite have the same thrill. <laughs> you know? And then, then you get really weird. You know, maybe you watch a couple movies together. Anyway. Quiet Pendrel. men as exciting as quiet women in bed. Mm, mm. Interesting. Um, I haven't slept with any quiet men, so. Uh, yeah, I typically just go for the loud, obnoxious <laughs> myself. <Yeah. laughs> uh. <clears throat> well, anyway. What constitutes a quiet man is the question. So um, what was I going to say? Oh, right. Um, I think Pendrel, I think Pendrel, I mean, they're going to have some redheaded kids. They're going to have a couple of strawberry shortcake kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to need to move to Seattle. <laughs> they're going to need to get those fuckers out of the sun. <laughs> yeah. You better go to Iceland or some shit. You got a couple, Where the fuck? couple fucking walking, talking vitamin D factories cruising around Jesus the neighborhood. Christ, man. Crates of that shit. Amazon two day. Mm. Vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Here's what I do know. A couple of podcasters aren't quiet, so. Nope. Ugh. I guess we're deep. That de- sticks here. us right in the mediocre category. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, but dude, uh, this episode's really cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I really like her interaction with Pendrel because I swear every time she interacts with somebody else, nah, that's an overstatement. I feel like every time she interacts with other people close to her age or even not, because guys don't give a fuck, let's be real. Um, it's always like, Ugh, this guy's kind of a weirdo or annoying. He just seems, he seems like an honest and straightforward fellow. Yeah. Right? He'll do all right. He doesn't need Scully. I mean, you know, he'll do all right. Yeah, he'll, he'll I mean, he'll, he'll bounce back. I think he'll do okay. I don't think he, I don't think he sets high enough standards for himself. I don't think he thinks he deserves, you know, somebody like Scully. <laughs> Probably because he doesn't take enough time to think about that. But he is self-reflective. We do know that about Pendrel. Mm. I'm, I'm, he considered the line and how it was bad. I'm watching 10, 1045, that hand touch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking electricity just rips through his arm down his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, probably expresses more empathy and concern um, for anything Scully's going through in this episode than, uh, you know, Fox Mulder does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, what's that? You you met a room full of abductees who claim that they know you and you got same implants and you're all going to die of cancer. Uh, it's called like, uh, back to it's the, the train. Unfuckables. Back to the train. It's the, unf- it's the unfuckables. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, what was the line from last week? I wouldn't freak out about it if I were you. 
fucking partner. Easy for you to say, little fucking Mulder. Easy for you to say, pal. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so um, can we? Can you nutshell this for me? Like, there's lepers and there's aliens. There's both, right? Okay, so <laughs> the, 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 the lepers, the lepers are a smokescreen for the for the fucking aliens, not the other way around. It, right? it depends who you want to believe. If it, so, the line. So, if I believe Scully or if I believe Mulder, right? right. So, are you a sane person or are you or are you mm-hmm. Mulder? Um, so, at the end of this, the gist we get is that uh, a bunch of Japanese scientists were brought over after the end of World War II. Um, mm-hmm. That is the 731. I think they talked about it in the episode. That is a military unit who did some of the most horrific imaginable shit. Um, yeah, they're like the Nazi version of the Japanese scientist. Yeah, yeah they're like the Dr. Mengele version. Um, yes, they <clears throat> Shirozama. However, even even less dubious science fucking involved with it. You know what? Yes, yes. I've, I've talked about this point. before. It kind of annoys me a little bit how much... Japan like gets off the hook for World War II because we all feel bad. Our collective American white guilt about dropping a couple A bombs on them. They mm-hmm. they were fucking pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. It's, they did some damage, bro. <laughs> some damage. Just has a Nan King. Mm, God. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. So if only they got to push through to Wuhan, they, maybe we wouldn't <laughs> have the problems we have today. <laughs> <laughs> They lost their fucking, why we could have held off the bombs for a minute. <laughs> Let them just get a little deeper into that Chinese uh, country, but no, no, no. Well, what are you going to do? These are jokes, people. Just in case. Uh, sensitive world out there today. Yeah. So, okay. So they come over here after the war. They continue yeah. their experiments. Fuck around with leprosy. I mean, that is balls, right? To go into the lion's den. I mean, I think it's inferred that like we brought them over here. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. like a yeah. like an Asian Operation Paperclip, basically. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, <laughs> they're <laughs> wasn't that funny? Paperclip. Um, they're doing their thing, and most of the work, I guess, is towards creating uh, it's biological weaponry and creating. Yeah. Trying to find people or make people that are immune to certain pathogens. Is that where we're going? So they can so they can be shock troops in a biological warfare. Yeah, maybe. I guess that's one use. Like, okay, we can we'll hit their troops as well, right? That mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah, doesn't matter because we're immune. Just cruise, you know. <clears throat> send send these old old. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're supposed to look like lepers, right? It's not the leopard people. <laughs> It's the, it's the aliens. Those are the unfortunates. The, I mean, they're the, you get, make an omelet, you got to break some eggs kind of situation. Yeah. And then what better eggs to break than lepers? Yeah. Yeah. So right. lepers are the, the broken eggs. And I guess the alien human. I thought we did away with that I, in the Middle Ages. Leprosy? Yeah. Um, I think it's Where's still like out there, but I think you can. I mean, they're, they're the, the, num, the, the heavyweight champ of lepers has got to be the man in the iron mask, right? He was like was, a ruler and shit. Was that homeboy a leper? Yeah, thought so. Wasn't he? Leprosy. I don't know. Also knows hands. Well, it doesn't really. Here's the deal. Hmm. Did they make lepers or did they round them up from all four corners of the world? They must have made the lepers, Ugh. right? That was an <laughs> unfortunate choice of, of internet image searching <laughs> leprosy. <laughs> um, Diane says in the chat, we uh, found a cure a hundred years ago. Yeah. It's crazy that it was only a hundred years ago. Yeah, I mean, they, they still they still had like, uh, yeah, leprosy. Like leper colonies, colonies, right? That's what you call them. Yeah, yeah. Which is a that's, funny word. You know, it's not like they're like uh, <laughs> sail sail forth and establish a colony of your people. <laughs> it's not not that kind of colony. I can't wait to find new lands for my family. <laughs> no, not exactly, pal. Get on the fucking ship, or I'll shoot your head off with a musket. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those yeah, types. I of think colonies, they're still out right? there. Third world kind of situations. That's like the dragon scale thing in, in Game of Thrones, right? Like they just throw them all in a fucking island oh. and they lose their marbles. <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah. They got the, they got the dragon scale disease. So they're like, ugh, put them on an island. Oh, get rid of them. What did, uh, what did the leper say to the prostitute? Keep the tip. Bing, Come on. Bow, <laughs> the more you know. That joke was uh, written in like 86. Yeah. So coming real, real fresh that a, material. That was a hit freshman year of high school. <laughs> Around, mm-hmm. around the cafeteria lunch table. Yeah. Mm. Ew. Eat your french fries and shut up. Eat your Salisbury steak. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then hide the evidence. I guess we're gonna we're gonna do some do some mass killing. So on the one hand, is we experiment on lepers to the, the lepers are smoking for the aliens. On the other hand, the aliens are smoking for the lepers. Uh, but we we do see a very distinct difference in appearance between leper and alien. So I think we know that Mulder's probably right on this one. Yeah, I mean, even like the people in the pit, when you get a better look at them, they're they're more alien oh, than yeah. lepery. Yeah, that's one of those. Well, hey, also. Are lepers like this? Maybe it's this particular group. Just like the worst possible hide and go seek team. Yeah, they're they are like really bad at. It. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Right from Scully showing up, they're like, "Who? Who? I don't want to find us." Are they doing that like don't want to find us, but kind of want you to find us thing? I would assume <laughs> that lepers would be champion hiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think so? Based off. Yeah. Uh, what exactly? Well, based on the fact that probably nobody wants to see you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Once upon a time, listen, I'm talking about in the context of history when we didn't understand things. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about then. In the Middle Ages, you could you would have been good at hiding your leprosy. You would have put a sheet over your head and hid. Yeah, I think it would be best <laughs> to not get that around there. You don't want to go to the colonies. But these people get the old, I mean, what? Can I ask you a question? You're talking about the old Serbian death squad? Yeah. At what what year in army training? <laughs> and obviously, I know you weren't in the army, you were in the Marines, but what uh, what in what year of army training do you get? Are you taught how to properly execute people in mass? Is that right after boot camp? Is that an MOS? That's like mass executioner? It's after you go to tactical beret school. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's your death beret yes you're issued your oh, that's awesome your death beret your visible red light laser yeah that's sick and um i mean it works for effect mm. in, in scotty bowman's world yeah. remember it's that like we talked about the other time did i say scott bowman you did rob bowman scott bowman was the coach of the fucking devils red wings oh, red something wings, like that Maybe, all of them probably you know how that goes but no yeah that's um that's weird yeah and then uh then you know that 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 firing position just like the like the old fire extinguisher, just hold down the trigger and sweep <laughs> inside to side. Uh, and the other thing too is, when you get your death beret, are you allowed to choose your firearm in the unit you're in? Uh, yeah, they have one of each, so you just yeah, they're unique. That's the best for logistics. <laughs> it looks like a fucking Call of Duty GameCube. <laughs> Everyone has a different gun. Like what the hell? That's the best way to resupply a unit is when every individual soldier <laughs> <laughs> needs different different ammunition <laughs> magazines. That's so true, dude. I got the 45 ACP. No, no, no. I got the nine millimeter parabellum. Yeah, but I got two, two, three. There's like 70 boxes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Your buddy dies and you're like, well, I can't take his ammo. I guess I'll take his gun. <laughs> yeah, these guys are pretty, pretty shit hot. Shit hot, as they say. And boy, they just. I was kind of waiting when they showed the aliens at night all dead in the hole. I was waiting for just an excavator to start pushing dirt over them. <laughs> beep, beep, I just think that would have been so much darker. Like, that fucking yeah. dumping dirt on them. Hiding evidence, um, leaving an open mass grave isn't really the best way to go about that. You would smell that from a mile or two or three away. Yeah, this has got to be pretty Dude. pretty remote. When, they, when they're baking in the sun and just making kind of like a human remains soup. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I just think they put lime on the dead. Was that Joker? Joker said that in Full Metal? They covered the dead in lime, uh, the mass grave. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's supposed to uh, help break shit down, right? This, yeah, it breaks it down, man. Sent to covers that. You know what? I don't usually use lime. <laughs> I just <laughs> dump them in the ocean. <laughs> Pigs. Pigs. Yeah, man. Way to go right there. Um, you know, it's kind of neat. I just you know, noticed the um, the old facility here that our leopard buddies are are chilling at. I think it's ca- yeah. called Hanson, Hanson Laboratory or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, I believe you're right. And from looking up on the internet, um, Hansen's disease, yeah, Hansen's disease research facility. Oh, that is what uh, leprosy is also known as. That's like the interesting, I guess, medical proper medical terminology. Mm. <clears throat> I, lo- I love that when she goes there at night with a flashlight. That that whole sequence is shot so well. Yeah, just walk around like an abandoned medical facility at night, mostly abandoned. Yippee! Yeah, it's uh. 
Man, and the makeup looks great, right? That's something we we kind of didn't really like the the main the the talking the talking leper. <laughs> he looks wild, man. He's got cool makeup yeah. on. Yeah, but man, what what do you think his breath is like? Mm. And are they just a, how come they're all wearing the same clothes? I don't understand. Do they all just hide there and live there? What do they eat? Who goes to the grocery store? <laughs> I think, That's questions. I, it's unclear how they're. Uh, how they get by day to day, but I think they were like, they've all been brought there as like patients, but they're really more like inmates. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And then, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just not an efficient, I mean, if you're talking about exterminating people, this doesn't seem to be like the most efficient way. You got to drive these five ton trucks back and forth. And then you go over this. It's a giant, it's a giant hole, giant hole in their game too. If you're trying to keep this quiet, you got too many people fucking prancing around. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess passing the old fidelity test is part of joining the uh, tactical parade death squad. So <laughs> I guess they're, That's they're in it to win it. Mouth sealed. <clears throat> Ooh. Well, oh, Maja, uh, human remains soup. I could get by on that. <laughs> <laughs> you could throw a few potatoes in there. You got yourself a stew. That's it. Potatoes, get some Worcestershire. Um, Amy says, I love her reaction when she looks into the mask. Yeah, it's awesome. Goes, yeah. I still had that like creepy feeling like I was just gonna shove her in there. Oh, the old King Leper? Yeah. Leper King? The Leper King. <laughs> that sounds like a that's like a <laughs> fake creature. Yeah. It's a fake creature or like <laughs> the main bad guy in a true detective series. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the yellow king. <laughs> oh, speaking of It's always that thing you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you're like, someone's gonna yeah, I don't want anyone I don't want anybody even love behind me if I'm doing that. Uh, dude, I there's something about I don't know. I don't know if I'm afraid of heights any more or less than another person because I don't know how other people feel. Like I operate on heights, you know, when I have yep. to. But man, like I can watch just a still image. It tweaks me too of somebody like you know, like over a cliff or like walking out or like that tightrope shit between two skyscrapers, Oof. and I. I feel my stomach go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, yeah, that's yeah, that's probably like a, a little bit of a fear of heights, like especially a height that you have little control over. You know, it's different if you are working off a brace or you're even staging's a little dicey, man. I remember being with my dad stripping shingles off of fucking staging, and like you, you kind of exert yourself, and then it shakes when it when the fucking shingle breaks free, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> It's scary, dude. It's scary. It sucks. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like when, um, it's like when, um, when Joe Rogan puts on those Russian kids climbing those crazy towers and he's like, my fucking palms are sweating, man. I can't do oh, this. God, yeah. And those guys are like doing handstands on the edge of buildings. I'm like, oh, God. Dude, Russian people. That's a different. Kid, they were kids too. Di- that's <laughs> a different kind of people. Away. Yeah. God. Russian kids in China. So don't get caught. No. Boy. climbing on the crane that's a mile high fuck that yeah so we we haven't talked much about our our train action here we're talking about scully the leper colony the aliens seven unit 731 all that shit um we think of all this action on the train i like it a lot yeah yeah it's really good. what is it about um, trains it, that are such a cool it it, it is it it ha- it's a it's romantic and i don't mean and i don't mean like you know sexually romantic but there's a romance to the train yeah there's something about intrigue on a train that probably started with some like cool novel you know murder on the orient express something like that and and just and just it's always think about the think about cold war times so much cold war intrigue is on a train Mm. because it was just a it's just such such a common mode of transportation um baldwin the fourth of jerusalem was known as the leper king if you guys are wondering in the chat Mm. because he had leprosy he sure did (laughs) sure did sure show enough did Mm. I'll, I'll oh. paste the link Cru- for these guys. Crusades. They're all, ch- they're all talking. Yeah, Crusader. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, 1174. Back when? Right before England ran on a run. <laughs> they're drunk. about to go on a run. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned the Cold War thing. I ran yeah. a game of, I think it was before Spycraft. This is going back probably like middle school <clears throat> of a system called Top Secret. Hell yeah! And it was Cold War, and it was set on a train, and like the the agents had to uh, had to like find out who was the fucking spy or whatever before it got from 
Prague to Budapest, or I don't, I don't remember the specifics. That ties. That's awesome. Number one. Number two. That ties right back into what Nikki's saying in the chat. It's a perpetual forward move, and it makes everything more urgent. Absolutely. Mm. That's what it is. It puts a timer on it, doesn't yep. it? And it's like you you immediately are under pressure. Yeah, but it's it's different than like an airplane. It's big. It's like your sleeping cars, sure, all this stuff. Sure, you can sure. Like walk around and go to these different, and the idea of like different cars, and you can, you know, maybe there's like, a, in this case, a quarantine car at the back of it. I have this fascination, and I almost like tried to make it happen of taking the entire Trans Siberian Railroad. Mm, that's awesome. Um, which is like weeks. And because um, I, I think uh, Henry Rollins did that. He was talking about it's, it. Dude, it's supposed to be something, not, not the whole thing, amazing. but like he was talking about trains in Siberia. Yeah. Cause I, I, I went to Russia and did all the bullshit to get the visa and everything. But uh, from everything I, I heard, it's really, you're going to miss out a lot if you don't, if you're not a fluent Russian speaker or you don't uh, have someone with you. Just cause there's so much shit that, you know, a lot of these little stops and little places, there's no English. And anyway, whatever. But yeah, Word. the train thing, it's just, Something about it's cool. And yeah, the urgency, and then you combine that with the literal ticking bomb. Literal ticking bomb. <laughs> the, the other element I think that makes a train fascinating is the size does allow for does allow for a little bit more of a more of a depth of a setting versus an airplane. Um and the also the other thing a train does is that it's almost like each car is a self-contained environment because you'll go from like <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus Christ. You'll go from this moment where you're both together in this tense situation, facing each other down, and then you start moving through a passenger train where you have to go back into covert mode. Yeah. You know, so you have that. You might be in a you might be in a baggage car brawling a, a, a heavy, and you throw him off the train. But then when you get to the the dinner cart where all the workers are, you're like, oh shit, hey, nothing to see here. You're trying to cover your shiner. It, it just it there's a lot going on, and it just makes it cool. I don't know. It's just an awesome setting. Especially if it's done well, and I think it's really done well in this. And can I say something about Mulder this week? Mm, please do. <clears throat> Mulder, with the exception of when he's putting in the code, does a really good job of keeping a safe distance from this guy once he gets a gun on. Dude, I thought for once, it, until the very end, he actually does a good, yep. good job of it. Keeping <laughs> an does. eye on him. He's like, put that down there. He doesn't reach. He doesn't let the guy get within, I can make a play for the gun range. Uh, although, never actually restrains him. He never restrains him. No, Do you no. not have handcuffs? Could you not figure out something? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no cuffs. For By the way, apparently, according to uh, Old White Death here, um, there's a Snowpiercer series on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the old internet's been telling me about hmm. this. I haven't seen it yet. That movie's badass. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the, the, this is off topic, have you seen the movie What We Do in the Shadows? Oh my God, I love that. Okay, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm watching this show, and it's fucking hilarious. The movie is great. I hear it's just as great. I hear they're equally amazing. So (laughs) we're werewolves, not swearwolves, dude. The fucking when they they have the fucking the fucking werewolf showdown. I'm I'm Caribbean Canadian Saskatoon motherfucker. (laughs) I fucking spit my drink all over the place. Just the way he delivers a line is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Werewolf transforms to fight him. And the dude's like, is this a naked fight? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. It's a good show. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so yeah, he does a good job, right, Mulder? He's he's just like, God, I I really like this bad guy. He's, I just like the way he looks. This, he looks like, oh, he's looking th- th- through you. Yeah, there's some man, this, this is a man, he well portrays a man who is like killed pe- many people professionally. Absolutely. And shark eyes, doll smile. Yes, does not lose sleep over it. And it's hilarious when he's like, yeah, I'm an NSA agent. Dude, like you murder people <laughs> with you? a garrote. I like that he calls him out on it. He's like, is piano wire standard issue? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it's kind of, um, awesome. I don't know, I guess it's kind of left somewhat undetermined who this dude really is, who he works for. I mean, I guess he works, I guess, for the syndicate, right? Because that's the other... That would make sense. ...player we meet, that Scully meets, um, the old he- the old heavy there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the Elder. He's a key member of the syndicate. Um, right. By the way, and yeah, and the best part is when they <laughs> when they call this cat, and they're like, oh, it's Scully, but Mulderon. I'm like, damn, dude. He called. <laughs> yeah, he called this guy's phone and asked. That was awesome. Yeah, pretty gangster. Like that's that's just the interesting. That's that's how you do you know train spy intrigue. It's just you're like, wait, he's asking for me. 
That's a creepy. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, this poor little uh this poor bellhop looking motherfucker that Mulder no ropes into this. Pro- he he looks like a really weak version of De Niro. Wow, that's a stretch. Yeah. That's what I thought of when I saw him for a split wait, second. You're, you're, I was like, wait a minute. The bellhop guy? The, the conductor yeah, guy? Does he? Oh shit. I thought he did for a second. I oh wow, yeah, yeah, I see it. He's even, like certain angles. He even angles got that, that, like, like, that birthmark on the cheek thing going yeah, on, too. Especially profile shots. Yeah, definitely weak version. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Probably made, made this guy's life. How many, how many lawsuits uh, of the FBI as a plaintiff would Mulder be responsible <laughs> for in his behavior as, oh, a, as an FBI dude. agent? <laughs> Here's a gun. Here's a gun. Man. Just point it at him. <laughs> It's fine. That's legal. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Point this gun at that very powerful man that works for the government. <laughs> I've deputized. What are you? What is this? The Wild West? Did you make him a deputy? <laughs> Jesus I also Christ. misremembered. Uh, I thought for sure this that cat died. I was like, oh, Mul- I, I would have bet money. Mulder's going to have another fucking body on his conscience. Mm. Conscience. You want to do what? Yeah. He fucking is De Niro. Wait, what do you, you want to do what? <laughs> No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, he uh, seems exciting to him. I mean, it's probably probably the most excitement he's literally ever had in his life. Yeah, it's funny. I Because it's train intrigue, I'm like, I don't know if I trust this guy right yeah. away. Everybody's like, Everybody's a suspect. I will watch the movie chat. Relax. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, this guy, man. Oof, man. I mean, he, he's really wrenching back. Although I have to say, oh. the conductor really saves the day. This is true because he keeps Mulder from getting dying. Yeah. And a pretty good quick thinking on his part. He's got the unloaded gun. He's yep. got the drop on this dude. The guy says a law enforcement officer. He pulls out an ID. He starts walking towards him. He has a split second to make a decision. He runs out. Right. right. Locks him in there. Pretty good job. I mean. Yeah. On all things considered. Yeah. I don't know what else fucking, he could have done. You're a shrimpy tranking. I mean, if he does literally anything else. Boy, I keep saying that word today. Um, it's okay. I'm using it correctly, at least. <laughs> this is but true. If he does anything else. It's superfluous, but correct. Mulder is a dead man. <laughs> anything, totally. anything else. Any other action. I have a question for you. Yeah. You don't know the answer to this question because nobody does. I am asking a rhetorical question for discussion purposes. That's our bread and butter. How many people have been actually killed by a garrote? Honest to God. <laughs> like six, maybe? Mm-hmm. Do you think it was really... Do you think it's really super reliable for for like a silent? I don't know, man. And I don't mean I, I'm talking in the employ of covert ops. I don't mean like a sick fuck strangling somebody to death with a gorilla. Yeah, that's like overpowering a, a a small person. Mm. You, you know not what I mean? Serial I don't mean killer like sex crimes. No, not that kind of shit. Mm. They fucking do it with like extension cords and shit. I'm talking like a true tried and true garage attack, like. You know, it's the French resistance, fucking Nazi dudes chilling in the alleyway. He lights up a cigarette and then <laughs> fucking old froggy gets him. Is that like a thing? I, I, I think, I mean, it's gotta be, right? It had to come from- <laughs> BP, yes. You're right, BP, sorry. A rhetorical question you know the answer to. It's a prompting question. Yeah, a rhetorical question is one that- I know. It's a prompting question, assholes. Are we good? Yeah. It, Can we go back to the garage it's, killing? It's not that you don't know the answer to. It's a, yeah, open question. I mean, uh, I, it's gotta be, I mean- it, Things become things in movies generally because they have some, and that's not true. <laughs> I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> I'm going to stop myself mid sentence and shut. Pump the horizontal sh- pedal. Shut that shit down because I was about to make a complete false statement. <laughs> so I'm like running through my head. I'm like uh, explosions and silencers and all these other things in movies, which are not <laughs> based on anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is not an easy. You have to literally get fuck right. You have to make. A, you have to make. You have to engage in a hand to hand combat. Not just that. You you can't you can't grote somebody like in a fight. I mean, I guess you can, but it's all if they know if you're there. Yeah, it's really. I hard. mean, have you ever tried yeah. to sneak up on somebody to get right behind them? I mean, you can do it. Absolutely, I've done it. I, I yes, I have tried to do that many times. I'm a fucking maniac. It's harder. But that was during manhunt. That's during manhunt. It's harder than you expect. Super Especially hard. Especially because they, if the person has yeah, they get a sense any for kind of awareness. 
See, that's the difference. In Manhunt, people are like, oh, fuck. Dean's got the werewolf mask on. He's trying to sneak up on yeah. us, right? Yeah. So they, they're kind of, it's almost an impossibility. The best is you snatch them as they walk by a corner and you're kind of waiting in a bush. Then you got to get your hands up and over their head. Good luck. Good luck. Then pull towards you, loop that fucking thing. I mean. And that's really hard because it, in, in this is, you know, just in, in, in you know, because you, you, had, you had done some training too, but even if you were just trying to apply a choke, a, a, a rear choke to somebody, if, if you don't do it like fairly well, they're going to just turn into you. So now you're garroting the back of his neck. Y- right? Yeah. They're going to just turn their body. And, and, it's so hard to catch somebody flat like that. And then that. you have no other weapon because both your hands are on the silly ass wire thing. Right. And even if, so if everything goes perfect, absolutely If perfect, everything goes perfect, they're fucking dead. Right. But, but what, another 15, 20 seconds for like a blood choke to put somebody out? Blood chokes? Actually, it could be less. You can do, you can do it in like five. Yeah. 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 If it, if it's tight enough, I, that like a, like a gi choke. Oof. Yeah, that's true. But I almost feel like a garage is almost like severing arteries. If, if imagine the but, explosion of strength and power, if you just rake on that thing, God damn. I mean, you don't want, it's not designed to cut through the skin. It just does it by the yeah. nature of it. Right. Isn't it? I, that's exactly who the fuck knows. But you don't want, you don't want two spurting <laughs> arteries. <laughs> Like <laughs> you, 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 you go to the dinner car after this and you're just covered in blood. <laughs> secret agent man. Secret. <laughs> the floor is just slick with blood. <laughs> you look like blade after the club scene. You're just fucking drenched. Like, Hey, Ugh. that's cool. Right. <laughs> I mean, I would almost think, <laughs> and, and like, well, all that has to happen in this situation, theoretically, right? Because we're, we're picturing, I'm picturing murdering a Nazi, right? Killing a guard from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something course, like that. Of course. All, like one noise comes out and you're fuckville, right? Absolutely. Yeah, big fuck. Yeah, dude, a big strapping sauerkraut eater. Now you're fighting that guy. I Fun. I would think, I would think <laughs> a, a two-handed motion, one hand goes over the mouth, the other, and, and then also applies pressure backwards as you drive a very like very fine a stiletto, stiletto style knife absolutely into the that's the, into the base of the brain right yeah i think so i i you know where i bet most garage kills occur the mafia mm. yeah because then it's kind of like a you're kind of sending a message it's not it's not about like sneaking in silence it's about a brutal way to kill somebody mm. yeah when um <clears throat> when the july 20th plot the um did you ever see the movie valkyrie no dude, dude. The Tom Cruise one. I want to see you it. You should see it. I know yeah, everybody's going to awesome. be- every, It's the, the whole, German resistance. The whole chat's going to be really pissed off if you watch it before what we do in the shadows, apparently. But um, Yeah, that's for sure. It, so it was a real attempt to kill Hitler that came very close to succeeding. Um, yeah, wasn't Rommel part of that? No. He was- Oh, he a, wasn't. Well, he was killed because of it. He, Hitler- Oh, okay. There was I suspicion he was, that he was he involved. he was down on Hitler. Uh, there was some suspicion. He had no direct involvement- there was okay. some suspicion that maybe he was knew about it and didn't say anything or got whatever. It, got it. Yeah, but the, plot to kill Hitler from his own like officers. Yes, and the people that were involved in it, what they did with them for the most part is uh, they brought them to the, like a warehouse or whatever, and they <clears throat> filmed the shit for Hitler, um, strangling them with uh, like piano wire. Yay. And then, like, continuously, like, easing off before they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just kind of over and over again. Like a long, long school, long form (laughs) of garrote kill. Boy. That's, like, that's that old school, like, fucking English shit. Not hanging, but drawing, as they say. They pull them up. Yeah. And then let them down. Pull them up. Let them down. Nice. People are fucking sick. The old old Wallace treatment. Yeah. People are awesome. Mm -hmm. But no, yeah. So in other words, I guess maybe what I'm trying to actually say is I doubt how well it would be for covert operations. I, I'm not sure how well it would work. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'm glad, I, I'm glad in, the, in this, in this movie world, out. you have pistols, silenced pistols that make nothing but a gentle spitting noise. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so this, uh, so we could talk about all the shit on the train, the, um, yeah. the little dude locked up in the back. This whole thing, the bomb, whatever. 
Um, it's awesome. What do you think of uh, the the later part of Scully's arc here? The actual discovery. This dude, the elder that she meets, and yeah, he goes to see her. Yep, she she goes to see him. She's brought to see him right when she's captured by the tactical Bray Death Squad. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks familiar. He he's you said he's part of the syndicate. Yeah, I, this I think this is the first time you see him. Okay, that makes sense because Stand I feel like be I've seen this chat. BP. No, no, it's fine. But that's what I was thinking. Like he is, but no, I like again. This is. The way just the whole thing is shot, his face just floating in the darkness, the 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 fog light beaming in from the doors. He's like, I have something to show you. Again, I just like the way this all looks. I like the high intrigue here. And of course, she gets grabbed pretty easily. And that's when he brings her to what I guess is where they film. I do get my twenty nine ninety five worth, right? Isn't that the yeah. area? That's awesome, by the way. Um no, I like these I like the revelations. Um it's it's cool. It, I mean, the, the it's she she went there and did her thing and found these people and it led her to this. At, at first, I was like, "Wait a minute, is she just sort of having people give her all the answers and she's not really doing anything?" But not really, right? Yeah, no, I think uh, she she made her way there and yep. ended up getting this information. I mean, yeah, at the end of it, she does get kind of brought before this guy, but that's because she had pursued exactly and had discovered and you know kind of put herself at risk getting out there and dealing with all this kind of crazy shit before she gets this guy um who apparently he was in the room when crycheck calls cigarette smoking man oh in an earlier episode but i don't think he speaks this is great that's cool diane uh in the chat there's the other dude in the syndicate the british guy um they call the well manicured man (laughs) she calls the well nourished man this one (laughs) (laughs) yes that's for sure He's uh well fed, well fed, big fella. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's cool. So they find the bomb, and that's when they make the call, and that part's just so cool. Yes, evacuate the train. Mulder's like, wait, what? You're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, Mulder really goes rogue here. Yeah, I like that. He's not breaking up. He just hangs up on her. Yeah. So what do you think about this? So he, this is basically him. He's not trusting. You know, whoever is giving Scully this information, this plan. He, he's pretty confident it's not lepers and he knows what he saw at this point. So if we know Mulder, he's a dog on a fucking bone. He's not going to let up on this. Right. But I mean, say what you want. And we joke about his, uh, you know, being on a, on a quest, right. Being, uh, being mm-hmm. on a crusade many times. Um, but here, I mean, the only, he makes sense. No, it makes sense. And, totally. And he, but he's putting his life on the line. Up right. 100%. Totally. Yeah. And, it's an interesting point. Yeah. Just his, basically. Right? And and red-haired man, but that dude just tried to kill him, so get fucked. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I mean, questionable, I would kind of say. Questionable <laughs> decision-making on his part. Um, but yeah, it, it, but but it, but he is going on. You're right. It, it's, it's um, you know, a lot of times we see him pursue the truth regardless of the danger it puts him in. But a lot of times it's, it's the perilous situation he puts others in, even if it's just emotionally, but this is a true, you know, this is a truly scary like play for him. He's dealing with such powerful people. We know this is, you know, in in the frame of the mythology that he's putting himself at great risk. Yep. And that's the thing about mythology episodes. So often he puts himself at risk, but in a mythology episode, when you put yourself at risk, there's also the career backlash a lot because you're not going after these people, these elements inside the government. Uh, you know, when you're chasing the were monster, it's not like you're worried about destroying your reputation yeah. with the FBI because you're accusing some guy of being a conspirator in some grand scheme. The, the were the were monster does not uh, sign your fitness reports. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's good shit, man, and uh, it, it is pretty cool how they they do work this out on X. their own. I mean. Yeah, X getting yeah. involved is badass, but you know the the work. But Scully she calls does. for him. Like that's the thing I like. She is like, let me make a play on this guy X because this matters. It, it's it's awesome to see. I mean, Scully does everything she can imagine. She she tries to get a hold of Senator Matheson. She posts oh, right, a single right. up for X. You know anything she possibly could think, and then she's reviewing, and then she finds on the tape the guy entering the code. And ultimately, except for Mulder letting his so cool. guard down, um, she would have saved Mulder's bacon. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was, it's funny, that guy, you gave him, you gave him an inch and he took it. Yep. Of course. That's what makes him interesting as a, as a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, obviously he doesn't get out of this episode, but. That's what's awesome too. He puts that yeah. beating on Mulder 
really, Dude. really kind of talk about De Niro. Gives him that old, <laughs> <laughs> give him that old De Niro toe, toe tapping. You motherfucker, you. And then uh, yep. to see him get popped by X, and it just goes back to how badass is X in this episode? Dude, when he shows up, when he goes to see Scully. <laughs> when oh, she pulls man. a gun on him and he's like police he's like that's cute <laughs> uh, like number one do you do you look in the mirror and remember who you are you're not going to shoot me ever right never in a million years and then look at me and know that i would shoot you if i have to yes yes don't make me shoot you mm. and that's that and uh yeah i like i like the decision to save Mulder. right he has to make a decision that's here. pretty interesting it is very interesting Time's ticking. He's looking at that critter in the back and he <laughs> makes a decision to save Mulder. And, you know, we can speculate kind of as to why, you know, it's probably not. I would say it's not because of any kind of emotional attachment. X doesn't make decisions like that. I, I think he must think I would surmise that he thinks that Mulder is more valuable a lot in the long run. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's so cool. It's cool that we see him have to make a choice. It's awesome. And and obviously, um, it's just, I don't know. It's a cool episode. I really, really like it. I am I might love this episode. I'm pretty damn close, man. Well, it's funny. I, I, I stretch to love mythology, and I couldn't tell you why. I, I want to think about that at some point mm. and, and maybe discuss it in a future rep. But I do really, really like it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's up there for me. It's right there. Yeah. Right there. I'm edging. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, the, the little denouement, as it were. Yeah. Like, after the explosion, after he's pulled clear, and they have their little discussion. This is a legit fucking explosion, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's a goddamn train car they're blowing up. <laughs> they were not fucking around, and they had where, how much, they used, like, a shitload of explosives. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, it was... 45 gallons of gasoline and 120 black powder bombs. Wow. No shit. Yeah, that's that's how you get like movie um, explosions is with gasoline because otherwise you don't get that like flame. Yeah, the fire and shit. Yeah, it's not that thud, that pop, and then no flame. Yeah, right? real bombs. Don't do that shit. Right. <clears throat> um, in the headquarters at the end, uh, it's like a week later and Mulder and Scully are chatting. Right? Yep. She's talking about satellite photos, I guess. And he's kind of being a petulant cunt. Yeah. Senator Matheson hasn't returned my phone calls. Meh. And that's when she's like, well, the administrator of the hospital, uh, you know, where you were admitted, so that somebody had called and alerted him to your location. Hmm. Blue Earth, Iowa. Interesting. Not a real place, but. Mm. No. And then the briefcase has been replaced or whatever, right? Yep, it has been. And uh, yeah, it's not the same one, Mulder says, to which Scully is like, well, it's the one they gave me, the one they said they gave you, that you gave to the conductor. Mm. Not the same journals. They've all been rewritten, I think he says. They're getting away with it, Scully. Yeah, apparently Mulder They've fucking gotten knows, away with knows it. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He can tell. <clears throat> yeah, they've gotten away with it. That The whole uh, apology is policy that, that was on the title card, too. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very cool, man. Um, this was a, a good point that uh, BP actually brought up to me. Uh, the, the writers sort of looked at this episode as a way to kind of reset Scully. You know, yeah. like after a few seasons, that's a good point. You know, her being skeptical, it it gets kind of silly it, after the amount of shit they they see and she experiences. So all of this coming back to yes, there is a conspiracy. Yes, there is all this crazy shit happening. But no, it's not aliens. It's this other, you know, more believable in her mind, more supported um, thing going on, and that kind of allows them to reset her skepticism skepticism um vis-a-vis molders like blind faith and sure. shit which i think is kind of cool yeah that's a great point i didn't even think about yeah. that i like it awesome <clears throat> me too it's fucking solid solid up man it's really really enjoyable watch yeah um listener comments before we get to a yeah. listener question yeah let's do it all right carmelita hot damn this episode is top-notch mythology. Just a few of the things I love about it. Check one, the apology is policy, title card. Check two, the brutal opening sequence and the Mark Snow score that goes with it. Check three, it, yeah, the score is really good this week, actually. Check three, every second that X is on screen. Check four, Scully's search for truth. All that she uncovers while Mulder's on the train. Check five, Mulder's battle of wits with Stephen McHattie's character. 
Fuck me. It's excellent. Back in 1995, this conspiracy stuff on screen is so exciting. After all these years, it still does the trick. Yeah, it's funny. We didn't really even talk about the idea of viewing this in the context of the time and how exciting this must have been, just conspiratorial, as it were. Yeah. So that's a really good comment this week. Yep, I like that. Uh, I'll go Sir Sir Thom. Uh, I was unfairly down on mythology <laughs> last <laughs> time <laughs> out, despite the fact I really like Nisei. I love my knowledge of what's to come influence my current viewing. I'm not going to do that. This week, this is a great episode of television. In fact, during my first watch through of X-Files, I lived for mid-season two-parters like this. What's really mm. impressive is that, despite being separated for the entire episode, Mulder and Scully's storylines are equally interesting. It's not a case of Mulder running around with a gun while Scully does lab work. The claustrophobia <laughs> of the train car and the horror of the leper colony play off really well against each other. The lighting and sound is exceptional throughout, as we've come to expect. And there is a satisfying callback to the previous episode with Scully work, working out the door code from the videotape. Some more things we learned from the episode. Mm. One, all of Scully's fingernails are long except her index finger, which is trimmed short. Is this because it's her trigger, trigger finger? If so, love this detail. Yeah, one type, some type of trigger. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> she is single. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stephen McHattie's performance is so good. I've- She's single and thus... Needs a firearm on the bedstand mm-hmm. and a trigger finger in the events that some sort of sexual predator breaks into her hey, home, you sickos. I'll tell you something. Yeah. She, she'd grow that thing out as long as she wanted if she had Angel Pendrel waiting at home for God bless doing America. yeoman's work. Uh, two, Steve Mc... All aboard! His performance <laughs> is so good, it feels like he is on screen far longer than he actually is. Seriously, the way he mm. straightens his tie and composes himself before complying with Mulder's instruction to turn around is awesome. Yeah, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a good detail. Three, X is sexy. Like, throw me over your shoulder and carry me off this exploding train <laughs> sexy, and I'm all for it. <laughs> this episode gets a love from me. Hell we yeah. talked about that in the uh, before we started recording. That, you don't think that's really Mulder's ass? I like Duchovny's ass. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, is why? Why, why would it be? Why? Why like, would it? Be? Well, because it's a, there's a there's a cut, right? Do you think he's just <laughs> holding the company and they're like, cut? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe. Stun maybe. ass. Get the stun ass. The, <laughs> the profile a lot. <clears throat> like, does somebody audition <laughs> so his ass looked like fucking the company's ass? I don't even know. I, I, I I'm not good at identifying the company's ass. But uh, it, from the profile shot, it's definitely him over his shoulder. But, you know, on the cut there, I don't know how many times they do it, but a lot of times it's not like keep throwing the fucking <laughs> lead over your shoulder or we keep cutting this. <laughs> but maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's possible, dude. Uh, yeah, it's funny. He, yeah, PP, good point. He did his own train stunts. He's not going to do his own, own fireman carry stunts? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, it's Mulder's house. I'm fine with it. Just, I, wanna, I want to believe, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe. Yeah, uh, hey, knock it on. I'm I'm good with it, Mister uh, Mister Williams here, Mister X. He can throw me over his shoulder anytime. Well, he's beast. I'll let, uh, I'll that let... shot of him walking. The one you was it you you posted it. The train going up and him in the foreground. Um, yeah. I think I used that. Oh no, that was nope, not me. Oh no, that was Matt Connor because he put exploding train car check, yeah. Mister X check, Mulder's ass check. But is it? He's wrote some great mythology here. Now, I don't know if that's tongue-in-cheek suggesting Mulder's ass is in fact mythology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's going for there, but it works for me. Yeah, I'm done. Um, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Do you have <clears throat> something for us? I do. I do. We do. We have a, uh, a question. Been, uh, oh. Oh, oh. Opening up the old listener questions. So we got one, um, had uh, several, but we picked one um, this week, and- I mean, it's kind of when it rains, it pours because this one came in from uh, <laughs> fucking Mr. Marinara himself, Mikey Marinara and Jilleri. So um, nice. he sent us a little question and um, we are going to uh, fire something off to him. Um, we uh, are going to send you a link, bud, and um, select your X-Files themed face mask <laughs> and we are going to send it over to you. <laughs> so uh, you can... Uh, you can kind of live out your pandemic life in style, and we're gonna do that again next next week. So, kick in some more questions, and uh, we'll try to keep uh, keep doing this weekly. I mean, you know, whatever. Yes, the the question part weekly. Anyway, totally, totally, totally. <clears throat> question is, uh, there are some really good questions, and we do hope we'll we'll get to the rest of them um, as well. We went with something kind of funny. Uh, if you guys were FBI agents on the show, what would your names and what would your names be? And of any of the on screen deaths in the show. 
what would be your preferred way to go out? So, okay. So we have to pick one of the ways people die in the show, not make up our own. Uh, correct. And, and, Oh, I misread that the first go around. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, uh, Jesus Christ. Where the hell did I put it? Just close my phone. Um, if you guys were FBI agents on the show, what would your names be? So what are our agent names and what, uh, what death do we pick? Um, <laughs> You know, I'm assuming See, like is, I'm not actually dying, like my character's dying, like I'm playing a character. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're yeah, exactly. right. I don't have to like try to make it like a painless death, right? No, you it's you want it to be memorable. It's television. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So first of all, name. I I feel like I would have a a shitty kind of boring agent name. Nah, go go pick go pick one of your RP pick one of those old RPG characters. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like silly ass fucking fantasy names Malik Severin oh yes Dusko Severin Dusko Agent yeah. Agent Dusko how about that I'm going I'm going Rannick ooh I like that Agent Rannick Agent Ran- R-A-N-I-K nice Rannick Agent Rannick and Agent Dusko yeah yeah and uh we're there Helping Severin. Severin is a great one. Severin is a, a cleric rogue. He's a great character. <clears throat> Actually, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, how would we go out? I don't see. I, I'm not sure now mm. because I'm like, wait a second. I can't. I was going to make something up, but let's 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 talk about some of the deaths that occur in this show. That it, are really and it doesn't good. have you to have be a better memory. the death of an agent. No, no, I know. A death of anybody. Yeah. I think we are responding uh, to supporting a scene, and um, we uh, we get fucking, we get zapped by old DPO. Oh. We get lit up. Yes. We get lit up on our Lincoln Town Car. Yes, dude. What do you think about that? Like, one of the two of us, one of the two of us is getting out of the vehicle. Mm. Right. And then, so you, so either you or I start approaching him like, Hey, what's going on, buddy? We got like leather gloves on, like doing the like hands down thing. Like, Hey, Hey, it's cool. Like doing the like pump, push the hands down, like over and over again. Like, Hey, hey, it's calm, calm down, man. And then like the other one of us gets out of the driver's seat and starts looking up at the clouds and going, wait a second. No. Hey. And then. Wow. Yeah. Like you see me just flashed <laughs> fucking black husk down i go and then your hair starts standing up and you reach for the door and then sh- <laughs> i like it i like it you just that's that smell of fucking ozone crack that lightning rip god that's fucking sick hell yeah <laughs> pretty ha- pretty, that's pretty happy with that <laughs> that's the move. it's pretty instant thank god <laughs> fucking uh, the earth killed us you know <laughs> could have been a, a good counter from bp you get shotgun in the back by the dumbass cops in ubalette when he accidentally discharges oh. his weapon into your back oh god mm. you're gonna be lying there all shut to hell and dying dying nobody wants that do they yeah well there we are my friend and uh we're going uh say say a prayer for severin and rannick <laughs> as they were if they are now charred husks in a cow pasture somewhere another victim of giovanni rabisi's menace the four, the four tired could you just see like the op- like after the credits like molders kneeling down by the lincoln and all four tires were melted <laughs> we're just <laughs> it's like what happened party here? bags they just see like the, a, hand, a black handprint on the pistol grip <laughs> <laughs> a fried badge Oh God! <laughs> this must be Severin. And Scott was like, "And this over here is Rannick. She's holding the fucking chart wallets, which is totally lightning to death." <laughs> and then they express no remorse or problems. Yeah. At some point, like twenty minutes later in the episode, Scully says, "Like Mulder, two agents are dead because of this investigation." That's the only only other reference to it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, that was fun. I man. like it. Um, very different next week, my friend. Speaking of guest stars, you know who you know who we're gonna have on screen next week, my friend. Who's that, buddy? Oh yes, Arlie Ermey, right? That's right. Oh. That is fucking right. Well, in two weeks, rather. Our next, our next time back. What the fuck is that, Private <laughs> Sir, a jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut. <laughs> fuck. Uh, love it, love it. Revelations so coming back revelations. with revelations. Some some demon shit. Stigmata. Yeah. Stigmata. I like it. All right. Well, this has been a good time. 
Uh, thank you very much to chat and all the people who chimed in. The questions, of course, are, all, are always fun. And of course, thank you to my lovely and intelligent counterpart, Josh. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye in the spirit of X-Files. Josh, tell the good people goodbye. Pembroke and Scully forever! <laughs>